Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We welcome in Steve Robertson, 247 Sports, Jeans Page, Boneyard Podcast. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Big weekend for Jeff Levy. Hadn't even had his staff together for more than about 24 to 48 hours. And yet uh, they made some noise. So let's get right into it, Steve. What was your reaction to the uh, Blake Shapin out of Baylor? Transfer portal QB. He's got PT under his belt. I think it's a huge pickup for for Jeff Levy. What was your reaction? Well, I like him, too. I was somewhat surprised, to be honest with you. You know, he was a guy that hadn't even tweeted in two years, you know. So he was a guy kind of flying under the radar a little bit. Uh, got him on the phone shortly after uh, Pete that broke the news, and uh, this young man's very, very excited. A huge fan of Jeff Lebby and uh, thinks that he can come in and do some big things. Missed four games this year due to injury, uh, and, and Baylor certainly needed him. It was a mess down there, but uh, it's ironic that Sawyer Robertson's together ended up being a starter there for a while, and now Blake Shapin's coming here. But, uh, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's one of those situations, too. I, I don't consider it done, though. I, I think uh, they'll still fish in the portal and provide some competition at the position if they can find a guy. They're not going to sign a guy just to sign a guy, but uh, I do think there's some big names out there that certainly you would take. I don't think you consider it uh, over and done with. I mean, you're not going to turn down great players, and uh, I know State's still still active in the portal at several positions, but uh, if a difference maker is available at quarterback and has some interest, uh, you know, then I think that uh, you bring in two guys along with a high school guy that uh, say picked up yesterday. Yeah, we'll talk about Van Buren here in just a second. But uh, who, who else do you think Lebby and the offensive staff could be hunting um, transfer portal QB-wise, Steve? You know, it's interesting. You know, I got a tip Thursday that Kyle McCord from Ohio State was going to visit. And, and my policy on these official visits is uh, – I try to confirm it with the player, either directly through an interview or, of course, through social media when they, you know, tweet out their graphic, they're visiting and things of that nature. But, uh, yeah, I just wasn't able to get him on the phone. And I certainly didn't want to, you know, put a cloud over the weekend. Hey, Kyle McCord's coming, and then he cancels. Well, that's exactly what ends up happening. And so uh, a lot of people think he's headed to Nebraska, and he may be. But, uh, you know, there's some other guys, DJ, of course, uh, still out there. Um, you know, the state's been linked some to Cameron Ward, but I, I just I think that's an uphill battle. I think he's going to end up staying out west somewhere. But uh, there's also going to be some more names go in the, the talent pool here soon, too. I've, I've been told of a couple of guys out there. They're just kind of watching and observing. And, uh, you know, the Dylan Gabriel thing was uh, was pretty wild. You know, the very first day he goes in the portal, it was pretty split. People said, hey, it's going to be Oregon or it's going to be Mississippi State because of his relationship with Labby. But ultimately, uh, Phil Knight and Oregon won out over the weekend. Uh, he was expected to visit Mississippi State today, and I understand that's all been canceled. He'll just go ahead and transfer to, to Oregon and consider his recruitment done. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things where I think you, you can you cannot ill afford to just sit back and say, okay, I think we're done here because uh, there could be some other big names go in the portal, and we f- fully expect that to be the case. I saw a graphic yesterday. It's pretty crazy. There's 130 FBS programs in the country, and there's already 105 quarterbacks in the portal. Uh, and everybody, of course, wants to be the starter somewhere. Well, right. you know, somebody somewhere is going to be happy to get an opportunity and get their school and books paid for. But, uh, yeah, they're still on some guys, and uh, it's something that we continue to monitor. And uh, I can promise you after this you know, stretch of uh, you know, coaching search and coaching hires and things like that, now the first big official visit weekend is here. Uh, there is one guy in Mississippi that is extremely excited about National Signing Day, and that is me. <laughs> 
Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds Show. Okay, uh, brought to you by Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor and Ridgeland, Starkville and Tupelo. What about, uh, how would you describe the weekend for Lebby and crew considering he didn't even put together the staff until like, you know, Thursday? Well, I think it's an absolutely best case scenario. And uh, I think it maybe says a lot too about their ability to go get guys that uh, fit their system and do it rather quickly. Of course, you know, some, most of these guys that committed are, are people that had relationships with Mississippi state and or Jeff Levy prior to the weekend. But uh, yeah, Bullock fans are pumped as they should be. You know, that's one of those things everybody expected this class to just kind of be a dud in many respects. And I think Jeff Levy and them have said, you know what, well, we don't prescribe to that. You know, we're, we're not subscribing to that line of thinking. Uh, and so big, big weekend in many respects. And I think there's some big things left to go uh, with this class. And this next weekend uh, will be big. We've confirmed, I think, seven visitors already for the weekend. But it's going to be very defensive heavy. Uh, you had a lot of offensive guys on campus this week and sprinkled in with a few defensive guys. And then next week it's going to be uh, kind of the opposite. But, uh, you know, State's got to get going, especially on uh, defensive back and defensive line recruiting. And this weekend's going to be a central part of that. So big uh... – transfer portal and juca is what you're thinking yeah yeah i think so matter of fact i'm waiting to hear back from keaton thomas right now he's a guy that uh you ever want to design a linebacker as a creative player it'd be that kid at northeast mississippi community college he's a, a native of jacksonville florida he committed to baylor over the weekend he picked up an offer from matt barnes uh late last week in fact he told me that matt barnes told him that was the first phone call he made to a recruit uh, and then he goes this weekend and commits to Baylor. And certainly State has some needs at linebacker. And so uh, I'm still waiting to hear back from him this morning to see if he plans to follow through with the visit. I'm not optimistic, but, uh, you know, people do surprise you. And then East Mississippi uh, Community College leading tackler Marcus Ross expected to be here later this week, too. Uh, very ultra-productive guy. And, of course, uh, Scuba Tech playing for the national championship on Wednesday. And so, uh, you know, a week later, those guys will be signing their national letters of intent. Uh, transfer portal guys don't. That's one thing we can't reiterate enough. There are a lot of people that think, oh, we got to have all these transfers committed by Wednesday. Uh, transfer portal prospects do not sign a national letter of intent. Uh, now, I can argue I think they should. I think it protects them and kind of keeps them from craziness in the end. But they have all the way up to the drop, the drop ad date to enroll because they don't really sign anything. They can sign a scholarship agreement or whatever, but that's not binding. But until they enroll, they're still recruitable athletes. So anybody thinking, oh, my gosh, we've got to get 20 commitments between now and Wednesday, that's just not true. You, you, you basically have about a month uh, to figure out this transfer portal thing. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com. How wild was your board over the weekend or the last two or three oh. days? Well, it's incredible, but that's really been the case for a while now. I mean, you know, we stay pretty busy, but the, over the course of the last, uh, you know, eight weeks it's been uh, it's been difficult to keep up I and mean, it's a real chore and then you know we're churning out more content than ever we're doing 10 plus stories a day every single day and I, I joke about that sometimes with our guys i said i remember you know when i was a kid you know, there, there'd be some days the clarion ledger wouldn't have a, a story you know and how far we've come as media not just mississippi state but just our industry as a whole and you know the expectation now is that uh, you know content is king you know, a lot of people want to say, well, we got a great message board. That's cool. That's cool. It doesn't make any money, but that's really cool. You know? <laughs> uh, so uh. you've got to get out there and pump out content. And, and uh, we've got a great team, but I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's amazing the demands that are on the media today. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, 
you know, back when so-and-so and so-and-so in the good old days, and these are the good old days, not those days, and those guys didn't have the Internet to do the research. You know, they didn't have the ability to post content immediately, and they usually wrote one column a day. You know, and uh, we, you and I both know some people that existed in that era, and they'll tell you this is a much easier way to do it. But the, the issue with that is is that the demand for information is just absolutely non-ending. And so, hey, we, I think we wrote 13, 14 stories yesterday. Our people would have read 30 if we, we had an opportunity to write them. I mean, that's just the access to information uh, for sports fans today is absolutely unbelievable. And it's difficult for us sometimes to keep up with demand. Sure. Steve Robertson on the show brought to you by Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor and Ridgeland. Uh, Mario Craver, wide receiver committed to Jeff Levy and the crew over the weekend. What does he bring to the table, Steve? Absolutely love this kid, and uh, of course won a state championship Friday night for Clay Clay Chogful up in Alabama, the six A uh, state championship. He's a lot you know closer to uh, you know the Tulu Griffins of the world. You know similar body type. Um, people say, well, you know maybe faster than Tulu. And it's funny, it's always the new guy that's faster, right? It's never right. the old guy. Yeah, some people say that, but uh, yeah, he's a slot guy all the way, but he's a matchup nightmare. And you get him paired up with a safety, that's a win for you every time. I uh, really like him. And I'll tell you, that, that image that they tweeted out with uh, Jeff Levy, and then you've got, you know, J.J. Harrell and Stonka Burnside and Mario Craver and Daniel Hill and all those guys all stacked up. Uh, you know, Michael Van Buren was a part of that. Pretty tough image. And, uh, you know, people are like, now, hey, we're going to go six for six. And uh, I'd love for that to be the case. I don't know that we can call that just yet. I think Daniel Hill still got some thinking to do. And, of course, he'll announce at a national all-star game on uh, January 6th and Burnside on the 2nd. But, could be a situation where State gets some national press. There's only been a couple of guys in the history of these all-star games is announced from Mississippi State publicly, uh, and you get a lot of juice because the nation is watching. And so that could be a situation where if State could get all six and have Stonka Burnside announced on uh, well, January 3rd, I guess, and then Daniel Hill on the 6th on two national platforms, that, that could create a lot of juice for Jeff Lebby and his crew. How do you, how do they feel about Daniel Hill? Um, you know, strong talk that uh he is hunting a bama offer you know how do you see this playing out that's a great question and uh you know much of this process i've been told you know steve it's not even worth your time to interview him he's not going to go to mississippi state and you know he releases his top six and state makes a list and people are like oh that's just kind of a courtesy mention because he's a state fan but uh he's going to end up going out of state now all of a sudden you've had a coaching change a philosophical change. Now, all of a sudden, there's some renewed interest in Mississippi State. So I think State's very much in the game there, whereas a month ago, I wouldn't have said that. I, I would have told you point blank that, hey, Daniel Hill is probably going to end up at Alabama or Tennessee, and I still think he'll end up at Alabama if they're willing to take him. But the thing that I hear about him is he really wants the football in his hands, and a lot of people think that he's a linebacker. I think he's talented enough to be either one at a high level in the Southeastern Conference, but Mississippi State needs a running back. And, uh, you know, Conan Daniels, we fully expect him out of West Point to stick with Florida. And then there's Daniel Hill, you know, a big, bruising, physical, uh, you know, running back. I think it makes good sense and will be a good fit. You know, will he pull the trigger? That remains to be seen. But you start adding guys like Michael Van Buren and Stonka Burnside back to the class and then Daniel Hill and Mario Craver, uh, you know, those guys all have four stars next to their name. And you might could take a, you know, run and maybe get a top 25 class when it's all said and done. What is your confidence level with Stonka Burnside out of Starville? Uh, I'd say about nine, nine point one, maybe nine two. You know, I, I think in the end he sticks with Mississippi State. He and JJ Harrell are as close as any two recruits I've ever seen. 
Uh, and I just don't think there's a situation where they don't play together. You know, I think Stonk is a guy, too, that uh, got really frustrated. You know, it's like a, you, you commit to this school and you love Chad Bumpus, and then you see the product on the field, and you're like, man, you know, wide receivers are just out there basically as a decoy or a perimeter blocker, and that's not the scheme I want to play in. And now you bring in Jeff Levy, you know, who's going to air it out and chunk it down the field and things like that. It's, it's a much more wide receiver-friendly offense. Not to say that Ole Misses isn't. It certainly is. Uh, but I think because of his you know, connections and relationships, uh, I think State's going to be really difficult to beat. Okay. Uh, we love talking skill people. Uh, well, let's hit Van, Bur- Van Buren real quick, but then let's get into some line of scrimmage because that's where you win. I know on your board and other boards, the skill guys and the quarterbacks, you know, drive the drive the train. Um, when were you nah, – how confident were you on this Van Buren thing going into the weekend? Well, I was told there was a good chance that he may commit and announce later. One of the things that we found out yesterday is that uh, ESPN was trying to get him to wait and announce for them on National Signing Day. Um, and that's a difficult opportunity to turn down, right? I mean, with a nation watching. But uh, Van Buren and his dad uh, felt like that Mississippi State was better served by him committing now, helping uh, lure some of these wide receivers and allowing Jeff Levy to get a big win early and get that out there publicly. Uh, and I agree with that. I think that line of thinking is big, especially when you've already got some other guys you're expecting to get that may uh, announce these all-star games. But um, I was told on uh, yesterday morning, yeah, he is going to commit to Mississippi State. Don't know when he will announce, but uh, yeah, he's going to be a bulldog. And uh, matter of fact, uh, one of our one of our contacts within the network uh, spoke to his coach who was walking into the Baltimore Ravens game. He goes, oh, yeah, you can go and get your story. He's going to be a Bulldog. Mike's going to announce today. So we did, you know, and uh, I was able to speak to him yesterday at the airport, and I can tell you that uh, he is extremely excited, not just about the offense and a chance to play in the Southeastern Conference, but just being around these guys this weekend. He, he really feels like it's a good group of guys that can do some special things, and uh, and he's excited to be a part of that. And he says that he's going to do all he can down the stretch to help Mississippi State close out this class as strongly as possible. And, and that's what you expect from your quarterback. You expect him to be a leader in every aspect. And I think it says a lot about the young man and his family to say, you know what, hey, we can wait and have this big national moment on ESPN, and that's about us. Or we can do what we think is best for Mississippi State and let Mike serve as a drawing card for the recruits. And that's what they did, and I think that says a lot about him as a person. Okay, Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com on the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Um, J.J. Harrell, you mentioned him. Somebody texted us just a minute ago. Is he kind of the... So people were talking last week, obviously it was other schools, that that this class may not even finish in the top 50. Right now on 247 Sports, who you're affiliated with, they're 37th. If they land Stonk and a couple other players, they will be in the top 30. Um, how much credit do you give a kid like J.J. Harold that's hung in there for MSU and kind of seems like the the rally guy around the class? Well, I think the fact that uh, when he came out publicly after the coaching change and said, hey, as long as Coach Bump is there, I'm good. Uh, you know, he he never wavered. And, and, of course, he was absolutely inundated with other people trying to get him to flip. And, you know, he goes, hey, Mississippi State's where I want to go. I'm going to wait and see this thing out. As long as they keep, keep Coach Bump, I'm going to be in good position. And, and one of the things that I'll say, too, there's so many people – there's a lot of people that talk to hear themselves talk. 
And you're like, oh, well, this this recruiting class is not going to finish in the top 50. Okay. You got to know Mississippi State's going to add some players, right? I mean, you know, so mathematically, yeah. I mean, you, you already work right there at 50 anyway, even with the decommitments, you know. And it's just, you know, some people just like to talk. And, and uh, did I expect Mike Van Buren? No. I absolutely did not. Not when, when all this first broke down. I said, you know, they'll probably have to take a developmental guy. And Jeff Lovey's like, no, nah, I'm going to go get this four-star quarterback from Baltimore, Maryland, and he did it. And I think a big part of that, you know, J.J. Harrell is a guy that has kind of been the linchpin in this class. And I can tell you, he has been on the phone and texting with several of the other commitments when all the coaching change happened. He goes, hey, let's just all hang in here together. Let's see what happens. Nobody has to make any rash decisions right now. Uh, so he has been – the leader and really the bell cow in this class. And uh, even though Sanka Burnside decommitted, and there were so many people, uh, they weren't sourced with anything. It's just uh, there's just people that are you know self-loathing Mississippi State people. Well, J.J. Harrell will be next, and uh, that just wasn't the case. J.J., from the, from the outset, uh, has been true maroon, and a lot of people said, you know what, he may have to turn down a lot of money to go to Mississippi State. And uh, I think in this respect, too, I think, I think he's fine. I think he will be. And I think the fact that now that he's got his quarterback – I think now he kind of sees the fruit of his own labor. So he's like, yeah, you know, I made the right decision. This is working out well for me and for Mississippi State. So let's go finish the deal. Ha- uh, Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, the Boneyard podcast, talking Levy recruiting. He's doing this on the fly. Just put his stat together. And they had a big weekend considering. Uh, let's go to line of scrimmage. What's realistic going? There's not a lot of power five linemen out there, uh, offensive especially, um, yeah, you know, even if you get one or G five, um, a guy who's developed and played for, for several years, what's going on with the North Texas guy? What else are you seeing? What is realistic for Kennedy and Lebby the next week or so, as far as line of scrimmage, Steve? Well, on the offensive line, you have, you have three guys committed and, um, and you feel good about all three of those guys. Of course, Jimothy Lewis, TJ Lockhart, an all state guy, Luke work is an all American um, and so that those are good, but those guys don't get you better next year, right? Uh, so I think you've got to go out and probably get three portal linemen or at least three older linemen. I would prefer portal to JUCO when it comes to offensive linemen, just because of the fact that the you know the physical demands there's a learning curve with all that stuff. But uh, I think it could be a situation where uh, you know Ethan Miners, the guy that visited this weekend, he is uh, tentatively uh, scheduled to visit Arkansas this week. Uh, which is kind of interesting since Cody Kennedy just came from up there. Uh, but I think when it's all said and done, you'll probably have a half-and-half half class. You'll have some some young high school guys will have opportunity to develop and grow, but you've got to get some guys. I mean, you feel like, you know, with Percy Lewis and some other guys coming back, you know, you've, you've got some, some pieces to work with, but you don't have enough. And State's going to have to supplement that, I think, through the portal on the offensive line side. Now, the defensive line side, of course, uh, you know, Taller Carter, you know, decommits last night and that's kind of a dr evil quote situation there we, we certainly wish that young man the best but you know david turner is going to have to be huge for state down the stretch going to have to be huge i mean you got a couple guys committed right now one from the high school ranks terrence sibler and of course a sean shepherd from east mississippi and i can tell you that the the football opinion of a sean shepherd and talking to juco coaches around the state and people like that is much higher than the casual fan there are a lot of people that think that he's going to be a very important piece for Mississippi State. He just, uh, buddy, buddy Stevens thinks he's going to be a Sunday guy, you know. And so you've got him, and and it's funny too. All of a sudden, he's filled an offers late from everybody else, 
but that's not enough, right? You're going to have to go out and get some other guys, and you hope with uh, Calvin Dinkins coming back healthy and Trevion Williams like next year, you feel like you've got some building blocks. But those guys don't have a ton of experience. And so you need to go get some stopgap guys that make you better as a football team next year. Uh, we expect Demonte Russell will be back next year. That'd be uh, huge. Know, than, yeah, and so you've got some pieces, but you need more. And, Travion uh, you know, coming the, back. Absolutely. And, but when you look at, like, David Turner, you know, got Deontay Anderson, too. That's a guy, too, that really flashed some for him this year. You know, but uh, I, I would put David Turner down the stretch up against just about anybody. I mean, if it boiled down to, hey, who's, who can coach me and develop me, uh, David's going to win that battle. Of course, things are a lot more complicated these days where NIL recruiting and things of that nature. But uh, David Turner's got to be a star for State down the stretch. And, and uh, this weekend, I, I think you've got to see some some D-block guys come in. I mean, Chris McClellan's got a Florida. I visited Colorado over the weekend. Uh, David Turner recruited him uh, to Florida. You know, and then, um, you know, Suleiman Popka. I, I talked to him over the weekend. Uh, he is the guy that's at Purdue right now. David Turner recruited him when he was at Texas San Antonio. And so there are some guys out there in the portal that have relationships with David Turner, and, and David's going to need to come through on some of those. And I, I would never be, ever bet against David Turner uh, in a situation like that because of his pedigree. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a difficult year. And, you know, Dave, of course, uh, you know, added to the staff late, and, and many of these defensive linemen in the state made their decisions in the spring, you know, and so – there's so many people to think, well, why aren't we on these guys? Well, you've had other schools recruit them for two years, you know. And so, oh well, look, I mean, already- hey, give Ole Miss credit. Lane's going on year five. He's been there four years. They've had, they haven't had the they they didn't go through four head coaches in less than twelve months, right? I mean, oh, it's absolutely. just it is what it is. Kudos to them for taking advantage. Well, you look at Derek Nix, right? I mean, you know, absolutely. Derek Nix- institution in the state, right? I mean, Derek Nix knows, uh, Derek Nix, if he probably has a hall pass sticker from every high school in the state, right? In his trunk, you know, just rolling around back there. But, you know, when you've got people that have been here that have an infrastructure and they have relationships and there is continuity, that's what happens. And, you know, we had this discussion here a few weeks back when I wrote the column about, uh, you know, uh, uh, player retention. You know, Mississippi State and Auburn, next to Tennessee had the worst player retention in the SEC. Well, what, what do those two have in common? They both, both made two coaching changes in the NCAA transfer portal era, and now Mississippi State has made a third one. And so you're going to have roster attrition. You're going to have guys that leave because they don't have a relationship with your staff. And that's the big hope for Jeff Ludwig and his group is they come in here and they can replicate that and have, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine good years. You know, and I think Mississippi State's going to have to be willing to pay Jeff Levy and um, and get his group to stay. But that's next summer's responsibility, not mine or yours. <laughs> All right, Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We are the Out of Bounds Show. We're driven by your next Ford F-150. Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Best selection of pre-owned and new. Ford F-150s. Right there, you can see it from the interstate. Mack Hike Ford. That's where your next Ford F-150 is, pre-owned or new. The show is also brought to you by Lunch Today. Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. Bulldog Burger, right down from the armory. Lunch Today, brought to you by Bulldog Burger. Tom Luganville, 930 on Recruiting.
When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 